You're listening to the Misty Creek Community Church Podcast. To learn more about Misty Creek Community Church, visit our website at mistycreekchurch.org. Today's message is from Senior Pastor Stephen Street. So today's going to be a little different than what you're used to, but I believe you're going to benefit greatly. Not that you come to church to benefit greatly, but I do believe we come to church hoping to hear something from God, hoping to encounter the power of His Holy Spirit. And we do. When we enter into these spiritual doors, as Pamela Menifee refers to these doors as spiritual doors, when we enter on this campus out under the tent, we feel the presence of a holy and sacred God moving amongst us. Amen? So the Spirit is here. So today I'm going to lead you through a meditation. And in your seat... And we'll also have these slides up here in just a moment. You've got something called the daily examine. And you may be like, what is this? I don't understand this. So this method of prayer that you're going to experience today comes from St. Ignatius. He was a very holy and anointed saint uh, that led a group of Jesuits. He believed that this method that we're going to partake in today was directly from God. During this time, we're going to realize that God is with us as we pray and reflect. I'm going to invite you to take this daily examine home with you and practice this method of prayer for the remainder of Lent, which Lent officially ends on Easter Sunday. You may find that you continue to practice this method of prayer every day, which is something I do every day. Be still. It's the first thing we're going to look at here. You're going to be still for a good portion of this service today and just pray and reflect. The psalmist says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in all the earth. Be still and become aware of God of the presence of God in your midst right now. Become aware of the presence of God with you and in you. Because the Spirit of God is within you. It was with you at the very moment of conception when He breathed into you the breath of life. Your heartbeat is not your own heartbeat. God provides the power for your heart to beat. And He's here. He's here in the presence of His Holy Spirit right now. Closer than your heartbeat. Nearer than a breath. He's next to you right now. Yes, the person sitting next to you represents the divine. You represent the divine because he created you and he formed you and he knit you in your mother's womb. He created you in the depths of the earth. As he beheld your unformed substance. He knew that you would be great. But the question is, do you know that you are great? Do you know that you are sacred and anointed and set apart? You are not on your own, but you are by the power that exists within you. My Sunday school teacher used to say, we have Jesus in our heart. And I was a kid. I was like, literally, Jesus is there? And as I got older... I began to understand that. I began to unpack that a little more and realize that it's the Spirit of Christ that's within me. It's the third person of the Trinity, the Father, 
the Son, the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is not an it or a concept. The Holy Spirit is the person of the Trinity, is a real, living, active being that moves amongst us. Jesus ascended into heaven. And therefore, he left with us a greater power to do things greater than even he did. He told his disciples that. And that spirit is with us now. He told his disciples that an advocate would be coming, that a comforter would be coming, closer than a brother. And that's the Holy Spirit. And when you receive Jesus Christ and your life is transformed, you're baptized by that Holy Spirit. And you no longer go back to that lifestyle. You no longer have that desire to sin. But do you? Is there a time when you feel you could give in to that previous sin or that past life? That's temptation. And you have a power within you that can overcome temptation. And anything you face in this life. And so this morning we want to take a moment silently to be still. And I'm going to ask you to close your eyes during this time to become aware of the presence of God. Become aware of the presence of God with you and in you, right next to you. The Spirit of God that never leaves you nor forsakes you. As you become aware of that presence, say silently, you are here, Lord, and I am with you. Say it several times silently. You are here, Lord, and I am with you. You are here, Lord. You are real. More real than touch, see, hear, smell, or taste. More real than reality. You are our reality. You are more real than joy, pain, sorrow, or the love of being in love. You are present like space, wind, time, and night. And you are waiting like creation, like words on the tip of the tongue, like songs that have yet to be sung. And you are here, and I am with you. You can slowly open your eyes now. Give thanks. What does it mean to give thanks. Think about that. A lot of us criticize and we complain on a daily basis. Maybe you've done that today already. Maybe your attitude is already negative. Maybe you're already complaining because can't hear the pastor this morning, the microphones weren't working, things just didn't go the way I thought they were going to go this morning as I got up at home. Whatever it is, get rid of it. This is a no whining and no complaining zone. 
I don't want to ever have to get out my phone and call the ambulance on you. Thankfulness replaces wah and complaining and negativity. I used to be the greatest of all complainers in the world. Where did that get me? On the couch. Silence. Awkwardness. Confusion. God doesn't desire any of that for you. So let's give thanks. That will keep us from criticizing and complaining and being negative all the time. Review the past hours with thankfulness. Review the past several hours and give thanks for every detail you can think of. That kind word, the answered prayer, that painful email that gives me another opportunity to trust you, God. The taste of that coffee. Identify the details and the gifts within them. Nothing is too small to be grateful for. I love Paul as he speaks to the church. He's never actually with the church. He's writing a letter to the church at Philippi. And he says in Philippians 4, 19, 6, and 7, he says, My God will provide all that you need according to his glorious riches in Christ. Therefore, do not be anxious about anything, but through prayer and supplication, present your heartfelt request to the Lord. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Jesus Christ. So take a time right now, silently with your eyes closed, to give thanks. Review the past hour, this weekend, this past week, and give thanks. Remember all the things that God did, and maybe you didn't even acknowledge and give him thanks this very moment. Be still and know that He is God. Be still and know that He is faithful. Be still, no restless soul of mine. Bow before the Prince of Peace. Let the noise and clamor cease. Be still. Be still and give thanks 
for Jesus is the King. And no earthly throne can house Him. No amount of elegant words can espouse Him. He is moment and voice, power of choice, in word and in deed, in fruit and seed, nailed hands, nailed feet, innocent wounds that bleed. He is our all in all. He is our call and He is our purpose. He's the greatest showman. He is the show. He's the one we come to see. He's the soul's cry and the sinner's plea. He's the epitome that no one can light a candle to or comes within a million foot pole of. And yet he says we can boldly approach the throne. We can call him Abba, Daddy, Father. And now as you open your eyes, let's reflect. Paul says that God is not directly seen, but that He is reflected. He's reflected through you and through me. So it's important that we represent Him in our words and in our deeds. And sometimes we don't need to say anything. Many times, less is more. I don't know if you've ever watched the show This Is Us, but the most recent episode... There was an encounter with a woman who was in the hospital. She had been in the military. She had PTSD, and she had been in a car accident, and she was injured pretty badly. And as she's sitting in the room, her friend doesn't really know what to do, doesn't know what to say, doesn't know if he needs to buy a card and some flowers. And his uncle a Vietnam veteran says, just go be. Just go be. Be present with her. And so he sits in the waiting room all night long until visiting hours the next morning. He goes into her room. He sits down and he says, I'm not going to ask you a bunch of questions. I'm just going to be here. I'm here for you. And he just sat there. And she began to open her heart and share her most vulnerable moments with him. And he just sat there and looked at her empathetically. Being still, giving thanks, and reflecting. Become aware of your emotions. Ask yourself, what am I feeling right now? And why am I feeling it? Am I anticipating what I need to do the rest of this day? Am I anticipating how long is this service going to go? Am I anticipating what I've got to do this week? Deadlines? Need to start filing my taxes? Am I anticipating my worth? Am I worth anything? Do I matter? Are you anticipating a dreaded decision you've got to make? What are you feeling right now? Ask yourself if you're choosing Jesus in the details of your day and what you're feeling right now. 
Rejoice where you have chosen Jesus and repent where you have not. What it's going to take for you right now during this time of reflection is to surrender all those feelings, especially the negative ones about yourself to the Lord. For you see, Jesus felt abandoned. He felt forsaken. He felt lost, just like you do. And so he knows. Jeremiah tells us this, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. So let's take this time to seek him with all of our heart as we reflect. Let us close our eyes and reflect and become aware of our emotions and ask ourselves, what are we feeling right now? And why are we feeling it? Take those feelings and surrender them to Jesus right now. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Alleluia, alleluia. You may open your eyes again. So what we're doing now is contemplative prayer. It's examining our hearts and connecting with the living, breathing Savior of the world, Jesus Christ. So pray. Choose one feature of the day so far and pray. One area of your life and pray about it. Give it to the Lord completely. Is it your parents? Is it your spouse? Is it your child? Is it your job? Is it your addiction? Is it you? That you're concerned about. The scripture says in 1 Thessalonians, pray without ceasing. I've told you this before. My grandmother prayed without ceasing. She never said amen because she never ended her prayers. She was always in a prayerful state of mind. I try to emulate her as I go about my day just praying all day long, talking with Jesus just like I'm talking right now. My best friend. And so let us close our eyes and let's pray without ceasing for a moment. Whatever you want to pray about.
You can follow this guide or you can just pray what's on your heart. Teach me how to pray. Yes, and teach me how to live. Make them one and the same to the glory of thy name. Please. Trust the Lord. Trust Him to protect you from worrying and obsessing. You may open your eyes. And now hope. Proverbs 3 Verse 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He will make straight your paths. <coughs> Trust Him. He will give you the hope you so desperately search for. Hope does have a name as we talk about in Power Hour of Prayer. That name is Jesus Jesus is the only one who brings hope. There is no hope in this world without Jesus. It does not exist. Neither this peace, neither this joy, neither this love without Jesus. And so I want us to look toward the rest of this day, the next few hours and the rest of the day with expectation. Tell the Lord that you hope in Him for the hours ahead. View the next hours with the expectation that God will be good, that you will notice His work and that, that His will will be done. Pray, let your kingdom come, let your will be done. In with trust. Reorient yourself with trust, knowing that trust protects you from worrying and obsessing. Trust. Hope. Let us close our eyes now. And let us focus on His kingdom and His will. You may say to yourself, let your kingdom come, let your will be done in my life. Help me to trust you. Help me to follow you and to know you.
Lord, we thank you for this time of intentional prayer. It's probably the longest any of us have been still in our lives, maybe. Definitely in the last few days. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. And we thank you for this time together. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you were inspired by today's message. For more sermons from Misty Creek Community Church, be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you like to stream your podcasts. You can also watch videos of our sermons and complete services on the Misty Creek Community Church YouTube channel. And while you're there, be sure to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. For more information about our church, including our mission, location, service times, and more, visit our website at mistycreekchurch.org. God bless you, and thank you for listening.